0: Amen. God is God. The peace of God is in this place. You guys feel it? You see, we can't see God, right? We can't see him, but we can feel him. And so many people say, I'll believe in Jesus when I see it, you know, but they don't understand that you can feel the presence of God. You can hear the Lord speak to you. You could see the Lord when He's setting people free and healing people and all that, but the world may never know that unless they come to him, you know, um, man. I had an awesome afternoon. Where's Berto? I'm going to talk about him. I love Berto. He's my fiancé. We just had a powerful time. And today it's just love, you know, and I, it's going to be a different message than usually, you know. I'm not screaming at you today. But <laughs> the love of God is so amazing. You know, I was telling Berto, when you see people who are demon-possessed, you know, you know when it's the person talking, and then you know when it's the devil talking, right? And so I was talking to Berto, you know, and sometimes I feel like it's him talking and sometimes I feel like it's Jesus, you know. (laughs) I'm telling you, he's Jesus possessed. And so today when we were at Starbucks, I couldn't, I was like weeping and laughing. I could not stop. And I was like, Berto, you're manifesting right now. (laughs) It was too funny, you know. And it was, it's just amazing, the love of God. The reason why I was like that is because he was just speaking the word, you know. He was just speaking it, speaking. I didn't have a message for today. I confess, you know, and I didn't know what Jesus was saying. And I just couldn't. I felt the love of God so strong than ever before at Starbucks. You know, it's like, it's awesome because, you know, he did it in my favorite place and stuff. But, oh, the love of God is amazing. You know, and I began to think about when I got saved and it wasn't the wrath of God that made me give my life over to Jesus. I didn't know the wrath of God until I got, after I got saved, that there was a wrath. You know, I didn't know that there was a hell, you know, a, a literal place in it where I imagined it. And I read about it until I came to Christ. You know, and so many times we come to people and we t- start telling them about the wrath of God, which is important. People need to know where sinners go. But I just know that when I gave my heart to Jesus, it was the power of God, the love of God, his forgiveness and his mercy that I needed as a sinner to bring me closer to him, you know. And and because of that, because I I saw him, you know, pour out his power so strong here three years ago, I was able to transform my life because I loved him back, you know. So many people ask us, you know, why do you do this? Why do you come out on the streets and talk about Jesus and talk about, you know, we met some awesome people on the streets this Friday and, and someone asked them, why do you do this? It's because you fear hell. You know, and I never thought about that. It's not because I fear hell, but it's because I love God so much. I don't wake up every day saying, I might go to hell today. I need to go preach the gospel. Or I need to, you know, get on my knees and pray. No, it's the love of God that draws me to prayer. It's the love of God that draws me to tell other people that there's freedom in Jesus. And today I want to talk to you about the love of God. You know, I want to talk to you, you know, about this man who came to this earth and gave his life for you and I. And in this place, I know there are people who are not right with Jesus. I know there are people in this place who are lukewarm. I know there are people in this place who are on fire for Jesus. And we need to be reminded of the love of God. And in today, you know, this past week, we went to New Orleans. And... And I feel like, man, I was supposed to come back with all these stories about how the Lord moved. But you know what? The Lord was moving in our hearts. And I think for most of us in here in Chicago that the Lord did a lot in our hearts. You know, the Lord, it, it was like he had to take us out of our comfort zone here, take us to a different place to show us, you know, what he needed from us, what he was expecting from us. See, many times the Lord has to take us out of our comfort zone in order to work, in order to stretch us. And I know that's what he did. And tonight you'll be able to hear the testimonies while we're in the groups of what Jesus did, what the Holy Ghost did in Mardi Gras. But I want us to turn to Song of Songs 8-6. If you can put it up on the screen, please. You know, I know that as, as far as for me, There's been points in my life, in my walk with Jesus, where I've definitely made it about the things that I do for the Lord. I remember the Lord one time gave me a revelation. He said, you're spending so much time talking about me. You don't have enough time to talk to me. And this is what it's all about. It's about a relationship with Jesus. You know, it's as basic as that. It's what we preach out in the streets, but I want you in this place to know that. For for it's a just seep down deep within your soul tonight and for you to understand it's about a relationship with Jesus. It's about you communicating. You know, like Pastor Joe was talking this morning, communicating. Psalms 8, I'm sorry, Song of Psalms, um, Solomon 8.6. Thank you, Salvador. It's about the love of God, that relationship. Oh, man, how you can hear the voice of God. How, how you can communicate with God and, and, and just come to him freely, approaching the throne of God in confidence. As children, Jesus Jesus did that for us. He broke that wall. He tore that veil so that you and I can come to God the Father in the name of Jesus. And we can come and we can lay our requests before him. We can lay down our weaknesses, our trials, everything before him, our, the joy that we have, and we can share that with him. You and I will never find our purpose in this life until we know Jesus. And he allows us to do that every day. When you fall down and you mess up, you can come to him and talk to him. And the enemy comes and he lies to us and say, oh, now the Lord is mad at you. Now God is mad at you. I felt that before. I felt before where, where I've messed up or, you know, I didn't pray yesterday, so now God's mad at me. You know, who's ever felt that here in this room? Condemnation. Today, we want you to know, I want you to know, that there's nothing that you and I can do that can earn this love. There's nothing that you and I can do that can push this love away. He says, place me like a seal over your heart, like a seal on your arm. For love is as strong as death. It's jealousy unyielding as the grave. It burns like blazing fire like a mighty slave. And many waters cannot quench this love. Rivers cannot wash it away. Come on, if one were to give all the wealth of his his house for love, it would be utterly scorned. Come on, that's where I want you to focus on. Just say right there in 7, many waters cannot quench this love. Come on, you tell that devil when he comes to you and he tries to lie to you and and say that you've messed up way too much and that calling and that the love that God once had for you is gone. That is a lie from the pit of hell because many waters cannot quench this love and rivers cannot wash it away. Come on, we messed up. We're human, right? That's what we hear on the streets when we go preach the gospel. I'm human, I'm human. As Christians, we know that's just an excuse to not live for Jesus. But at the same time, we have to understand that no matter how many times we mess up, no matter how many times we fall, the grace and the love of God is there to pick us up. Receive that in this place. Many waters cannot quench this love. Everybody say it. Many waters cannot quench this love. 1 Corinthians 13.8. Berto's favorite scripture. Right? Is that what it is? 1 Corinthians 13.8. Come on. We read this all the time. This is the love of God that we're seeing today, that that you are feeling when you're in the presence, when you're worshiping, when you feel a conviction in your heart, something telling you not to sin. That's the love of God telling you it's wrong. He wants to keep you. He wants to keep you pure and holy before him. Can you go up a little bit? There we go. Come on, without love we don't have anything, right? Come on, but then on the bottom, it keeps going on and saying that everything else will fall away if you do not have love. Come on, I want you to focus on this. It always, you know, when you go through marriage counseling, I heard that you're never supposed to use the word always when you fight. And you always do this, and you you always, you know, whatever. I don't even know, but you're not supposed to do that, right? Come on, but here Jesus is saying always. It always protects. Always trusts that this is truth right here. Come on, he protects us. Come on, trust, always trust. If we love God, we need to always trust him. We need to always have hope in him. We need to always persevere knowing that he is with us. Love never fails. Guess what? You and I will fail time and time again, but the love of God will never fail in this place. The love of God will never fail us. When we come to him in true repentance and we say, Lord, I have failed, I have messed up. He says, my love never fails. Come to me. Come to me. When you hear those lies of the enemy coming to you and wanting to keep you away, you remember this, that it's the love of God that's bringing you near. See, in John 3, 16, it says, for God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son. He loved the world. He didn't say, for God hated the world. You know, it doesn't say that. It says loved the world. He loved you and died, which is why he gave Jesus Christ for us, to be redeemed, to have that relationship with him once again. And my favorite scripture, Romans 8.37, if we can turn there. It says, knowing all these things, Romans 8.37, we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. For I am convinced Come on, he's convinced. Are you convinced in this place? For I am convinced that neither death nor life, neither angels nor demons, neither the present nor the future, not any powers, neither height nor death nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus our own, our Lord. Amen. Come on, when we, see, when we see demons being casted out, I laugh and I love it so much because it's the love of God that's being poured out on that person at that moment. It's the love of God that sets free. It's the love of God that's saying that devil has no control and no power over my child because no devil will separate my child from me. Hallelujah. It's the love of God. It's the love of God that brings us and desires every Muslim, come on, every Catholic, every idolater, every sinner, every sexually immoral person to come to him, every person full of pride and selfishness. He says, I don't see that. I see my child. I see my creation right there. See, we see the sin and we see the outer appearance, but he sees the heart. He sees what we were meant to be. You and I were meant to love him back. We were meant to love him back and have that relationship. And how do we do that? By obeying his commands. How do we do that? By talking to him, by living pure and holy before him, because it pleases him. If you and I love each other, if Berto and I love each other, we're going to do things that please each other. If he says, I don't do this, then guess what? I'm not going to do that. If I say, you know, come with me to my family's house every Sunday because I love it and we have a good time, guess what? Berto is probably going to do that because he loves me. God is asking you in this place, and each and every one of us, maybe individually, he has certain things that he's asking from us. He's, he's had certain callings that he has in our lives. And how do we love him back? By heeding to those callings. By saying, yes, Lord, I will go. Yes, Lord, I will do that. Yes, Lord, I will die to my flesh and to my insecurities, and I will do it because I love you, Lord. And if this pleases you, and if this glorifies you, then I'm going to do it. I'm not going to care what the world around me says. I am not going to care about it. But, Lord, because I love you, I'm going to do it. I don't care. People think I'm crazy for going to church five times a week. Just kidding. You don't have to. But if, if that's what he's calling you to do, my goodness, love him back. It's the least that we can do for someone who has died for us. Bible says that no greater love has man than this, that he laid down his life for his friend. Come on, Jesus did more than that. How about he laid his life down for his enemies? His enemies. Come on, we were once his enemies in this place. And if you are not right with Jesus today, the Bible calls you an enemy of God. He's calling you. And today I'm preaching his love. I'm preaching it. And I wanted to minister to you and I want you to know that you are loved by God and that you are not forgotten. That he's calling you. You're in this place today for, because he wants you. He wants to gather all of us under his wings. He wants to know us intimately like Pastor Joe was talking about. Come on, but then there is the wrath of God that we don't have to face, that we don't ever have to experience because he spared us from that. He did his part. He reached down his hand and did his part. Now it's time for us to do our part. He reached down and he said, no, those are my children. It's time for us to reach up and say, I am yours, Lord. Take me. Come on, if you want Jesus today in this place, receive him. Receive him. Receive him today in this place. Receive him in your heart. Receive him in your mind. Receive him in your soul. Receive him. Don't let it just be religion because you know what? This here. It's real. When you live this thing, when you read this thing, it becomes real. It becomes alive. Come on, you start seeing things that happen in the Bible and you start seeing this in your own life. This right here is real. And if you don't believe us, come on, then come listen to some of the testimonies that we have to share with you, that we can witness to you what Jesus has done in us and through us. Try it for yourself. Read it. This word of God will change your life. Jesus Christ, the Holy Spirit, will change your life because he loves you. This life here is is temporary. It's here today and it's gone tomorrow. How many of you have ever been with someone one day, talked to them, maybe on Facebook or, or on the phone, and then they're gone tomorrow? Just like that. You're like, but I was just with them. How could they be gone? How could they have died? This life is temporary. We need to be right with Jesus. We need to be right with God and receive that love. Receive the love that he's pouring out today. Come on, sometimes we can go through this life and just see the negative and just see our weaknesses. But he's saying, get over yourself right now. Just look at my love that I have for you. Look at the love that I'm pouring out. Receive that tonight. Christians in this place, receive that. Know that that love is for you as well. It's not just for when you're born again. That love is eternal. Always in your walk with God, that love is there. The same love that drew you near is there for you when you mess up. When you lie, when you, you know, when you said, I, when you think you should have said something and you did it when you were disobedient, you know, when you were having those lustful thoughts, that love is still there and his kindness is there, and which is what draws us to repentance. So today in this place, I want you to just receive that, to meditate on that. I want you to, to take that home with you tonight and take it to your prayer closet and just say, Lord, I receive it. Give me a new revelation of what this is. You know, and if you think that you've gone to a place, you've gotten to a place where you've already seen it all, come on. The Lord is saying there's more. Do not get satisfied with just a little because there's more. There's storehouses of just craziness that the Lord just wants to do (laughs) through you, you know. So receive that. Come on. If you're tired in this place, just come on. Ask the Holy Ghost to wake you up so that you can receive this word because, you know, it's just so evident that that's the word today receive my love you know a lot about my wrath you know a lot about my judgment come on but be reminded of how much i care for my children amen let's pray we're going to break out into small groups after that jesus lord we thank you for who you are my god we thank you lord that that you are just amazing lord that you are abounding in love you are compassionate Lord, you are merciful. You are gracious, my God. You are real. You are the real living God, and there's none like you, Lord. And we can search the earth, dear God, to find someone like you, and and we'll never find you. We'll never find anyone like you because nothing compares, Lord. Nothing in this world compares. And I pray in the name of Jesus for your spirit of love, dear God, and sound mind, Lord, to be in this place. Oh, dear God, that every distraction in our heads right now would be gone, dear God, and we would just receive the love that you are pouring out, Lord. I declare it in the name of Jesus. I declare that every lie of the devil would just be gone today in Jesus' name. I rebuke every attack of the enemy coming against his children. I rebuke every attack of the enemy holding you back. In the name of Jesus, I break every chain by the power and the authority given to me in Jesus' name hold you back from receiving it oh i I just declare revelation after revelation of who he is and who you are in jesus name freedom in the name of jesus love that covers over a multitude of sins today to be poured out lord in jesus name lord speak to your children through the small groups lord and throughout the week we give you praise lord in this place in Jesus' name, amen. Hallelujah. let give him a hand. Amen. All right, guys, you guys are going to have about 10 minutes to, to go get some coffee, and then we're going to break out into our small groups.